Bad Cryptober is finally here. That's right. We celebrate by building the Bad Crypto Street Team where you can get a piece of 1 billion bad coin tokens being made available by your benevolent hosts. How many fractional Bitcoins makes a whole Bitcoin? And we caught up with goldmoney.com owner Peter Schiff, who says Bitcoin is a bubble and it's bound to become worthless. Bitcoin in billions and bubbles. Oh my. Lock and load for episode number 31 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Welcome, friends far and wide from over 150 countries around the world to the Bad Crypto Podcast. My name, Joel Com. His name, Travis Wright. My name, not Joel Com. Was that an Asian accent there? Uh, just... I don't know. I, it just kind of came out, and I don't know why. My name, not Joel Com. <laughs> My name, not Joel Com. <laughs> Hi. So, and hi to all of you. <laughs> Who also not named Jocom. <laughs> and uh, this is the podcast for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. We're the blockchain blockheads making seemingly complex subject matter simple so that you can understand it at least as much as we do. Uh, but you might want to listen to another show to really get depth because we're here to make crypto not only interesting but also fun. We're new kids on the blockchain. Uh, uh, uh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, no, we went from NSYNC yeah. to new kids. This is like boy band central now. That's pretty bad considering that I'm not a fan of any of the boy bands except the Beatles. Big fan they of are not a boy band. Oh, no, no. They were definitely a boy band in the early 60s. Oh. You can't tell me they weren't a boy band. In the early 60s. That would have been like, you know, Justin Bieber. And then he was all like, oh, I did acid. And then I wrote Yellow Submarine. You're n <laughs> That's never happening. Right. But they were no. definitely they were definitely a boy band. Uh, yeah, they will. Justin Bieber will never write any material. The quality of the worst Beatles song, like even of a Ringo song. Right. <laughs> Octopus's Garden beats Despacito, you know, any day of the week. Anyway, uh, we're glad you're here. So many of you are now holding Badcoin, the official token of the Bad Crypto Podcast. There's so many out there, and we are excited because... Hear ye, hear ye, all across the land. It's the town crier. Army. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Cryptober has finally arrived. What is and what, what is Bad Cryptober, you might ask? Well, Bad Cryptober is where we will be giving out up to, get this, a billion bad coins, the official what? token of the Bad Crypto podcast. Oh my gosh. Tell them where they should go to immediately begin checking this out. All right. So the best way to do this would be to go to badco.in forward slash bad cryptober. So it's bad crypto, B-E-R, right? Because it's October, you guys. 
Yeah, get down with that. And if you're on Facebook, there's also a, an easy way to do it on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash bad crypto. Look on the left side and you'll see amongst our tabs is one that says bad cryptober. Click that. So whether you go to the short link, which takes you to a web page or whether you go to Facebook, what you'll see is um, our, our offer and a lot of different activities that you can participate in to get free bad coin. For example, if you sign up for the bad crypto newsletter, 100,000 bad coin. Subscribe to the podcast, 100,000 bad coin. There's a lot of activities. Create a Facebook post, retweet us on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel, visit our website, make a blog post, refer your friends. You'll see all these different activities you can participate in. And what do they get each time they participate, Travis? Yeah, you actually get a entry into the competition. So each one of these will earn you some bad coin, right? And then each one of these activities that you do, some of them are worth more than others. They will actually give you entries into the competition because one of you out there, it could be a crypto dude or a crypto chick, one of you will win 25 million bad coin. And you will actually be five million. Yeah, you'll actually be the uh, the largest holder of bad coin aside from uh, the hosts of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Yeah, and of course, uh, the bad coin is a token we're giving away for free. It's not for sale, therefore, it's not a security. And our terms say it is void were prohibited by law. But I don't know where there's a law saying you can't give away something to anybody. Even even in China, I would think that you could give away uh, tokens because we're not asking you to invest anything in them. And will they be worth something one day? Well, that no. kind of depends upon uh, people if they trade them or not. We're not selling them, but you might. And that's completely up to you because just like anything else that is in your possession, you can do what you want with it. So uh, come play with us, badco.in forward slash badcryptober. And there is one field on this that's mandatory, and that is the BitShares account. Right, Trev? Yes, because in order for us to pay you the bad coin in which you have earned, you need your BitShares ID. So type that in there because we got to know where to pay you your bad coin. And if we don't have your open ledger ID in there, then you ain't getting your money, which isn't even money. It's tokens. And so you're even getting any of that either. Right. <laughs> You'll get nothing and like it. It is bad Cryptober. You cry it's to your mama. And it's... <laughs> Bad Crytober. Oh, um, yeah. On that note, here's a question. Bad Crypto voicemail. You have one new message. Hi, Travis and Joel. Uh, this is Lisa Pickrell. I have a question. If you buy a, a quarter of a Bitcoin or a half of a Bitcoin and then later on buy like three quarters more to get a complete Bitcoin or another half, does that give you like quarter, 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 half, half, or does that give you a complete Bitcoin? That's what I'm wondering. Thank you. Bye. So I'm going to pose it like this. So if I have one quarter dollar, which is a, you know, a coin, right? If I have one of them and I have three more quarters, that's pretty much a dollar, right? Uh, the same math principles work in crypto, even though they are fractions. So yes, the quick answer would be one quarter of a Bitcoin plus three quarters of a Bitcoin is a Bitcoin. One half of a Bitcoin plus another half of a Bitcoin is two halves of a Bitcoin. 
which equal a Bitcoin. Now to the news. I now know why you started out with the Asian accent, Travis, because this news story on Bitcoin.com, virtual currencies expected to be regulated in China on October 1st, which, of course, um, has already happened. The date has happened. If you're listening to the show now, whether or not China has already moved forward with this, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a really beautiful graphic. That's one thing that I really like about this particular post is the beautiful graphic of China and the flag and cryptocurrency there. So they're saying that, so there's a Chinese media outlet, com. They are saying that the laws governing the use of uh, virtual currencies in China will be enacted on October 1st, which is now. And so uh, we've not heard any updates on this, but they say that the general principles of the civil law of the People's Republic of China legislation was voted on and passed back on March 15th, and the crypto regulations are going to be incorporated here shortly. So who knows if that's actually happening, but two Chinese Bitcoin exchanges will be operational when the legislation comes into effect. So we shall see what happens here coming up in the next uh, day or so. But but panic, panic. China's banning ICOs and I have to sell everything and I'm losing all my crypto. Hoddle people. That will let you know you do what you want to do because we're not financial advisors. Don't take that as advice. I'm hodling. I'm holding on for dear life because that's what it really means. Hold and, it like it's hodl. Hold it like it's yeah. hodl. And I think that China's definitely in this game and crypto is here to stay. Yeah. And they seriously, they have most of the Bitcoin mining <laughs> is in China. Like they're going to get a, they're going to do away with it. There's so many influential people who are part of that whole ecosystem now that as you knew you have an idea that wasn't going to last for long. They're just trying to get a hold of all this stuff and get rid of all the scammers and the pumpers and the dumpers and the, and uh, actually regulate the thing a little bit. So we'll see how it all pans out. Mr. Jolcom. Speaking of pan and out, it's time for us to pick our altcoins for this month where we each throw $100 in real fiat currency at the coin of our choice. And, and I guess the transition about it panning out was that it didn't pan out so well for me last month because my, my district OX really crumbled when everything else fell apart. I'm actually, I want to see if it bounced back at all. Your basic attention token is, is at a quarter still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's no reason we can't continue to, uh, to track these, but DNT is currently sitting at 0.047. So it's a little higher than it was when we recorded the last episode. Uh, for those of you not following the game, Travis and I each bring three altcoins to the table, uh, each of which must be under $5 in current price value. And then we each pick one that we are going to toss $100 of our hard-earned money at. And then at the end of the month, we see who uh, who picked the right horse. So Travis, what you got? Yes. And just to remind everyone, I picked a better horse last month. So I you know, I am not tired of all this winning yet, you guys. <laughs> so much winning. So much. So um, I am, am looking at a few different coins, right? So we're picking out three that we think may do well this particular month. Uh, the first one that I'm going to talk about is AdX. And AdX is a the advertising exchange. It's a decentralized ad exchange. And they recently had their ICO. The coin has had some ups and downs, but they are a blockchain-based ad exchange. They are looking to disrupt the existing online advertising 
advertising landscape. So they're trying to address advertising fraud, privacy, and consent to receiving messages and whatnot. It is built on, originally built on the Ethereum smart contracts. I think they're working on something with Neo as well. And so, yeah, I'm in the, I'm a marketing technologist by trade. I'm actually giving the keynote, opening day keynote at day two of the MarTech conference on the 4th of October here in a couple of days. And uh, I actually included AdX in my presentation. I think that they could be a pretty interesting, interesting play. And they are currently $1 and 21 cents. Actually, $1.21. It went up again. It's at $1.33. Oh, just as so, but you're going to be buying it at $1.33. So yeah, well, uh, if, if you yeah. choose it. So my first pick is EOS, EOS.io. This is a really interesting one. So first of all, their ICO, you cannot participate in, in it if you are from the US, but it is being traded on exchanges. And the reason I say ICO, even though it's trading, is they're doing something really unusual. They are doing, it's almost a year long ICO with new tokens, uh, 2 million new EOS tokens being put into the market every day. Now I've watched the price fall quite a bit. And what's interesting about EOS is that this is a platform that creates infrastructure for or decentralized apps that can be commercial level scale. So it's built on Ethereum. It's highly technical actually, but I know that what they're doing are providing tools that make it easy for those who are developing. And that's, that's what I like about it is that, you know, there's a lot of people that want to develop tokens on the platform. And if they're creating tools that make it easy, I kind of look at that as like WordPress for blogging, right? A real simple platform. And EOS is currently sitting at, uh, 70 cents. And it's fallen quite a bit. I think there's a bright future for it. Yeah, it looks like when it when it originally came out of the ICO, it was about two eighty seven to something like that. Got up to three fifty nine. Ooh, four fifty six. Ooh, four seventy six. Nice. So uh, that's a good good choice there, Mister Joel Com. Uh, next up is one that uh, is very interesting to me is Nexus. Uh, NXS and we, Joel Com and I, we actually went to the Nexus Earth conference in Aspen and we were able to see some of the things that they're working on and have some conversations with the folks over there. They're actually working on a 3D blockchain, which looked really interesting to me. We saw a presentation from the, from the CEO, Colin Cantwell over there. And so, um, it seems interesting to me. They're doing some really interesting stuff. They want to create a decentralized internet. And what they're doing is they're launching these cube satellites up into the uh, up into low level orbit, and they're going to be all connected. And it will actually be outside of the traditional internet. Uh, they're saying that it is uh, quantum resistant, so it, it will be able to deter any quantum computing type of uh, hacks over time. And so, pretty interesting to me right now. It looks like the the coin is one dollar and eighty eight cents. Actually, it went up to 190, and so um, that is one that I'm considering. Sending up satellites, me like a ground control to Major Tom. Yeah, his dad, I guess, runs Vector. Was was like a was like a big wig in the aerospace industry. Vector. What's our Vector, Victor? <laughs> right. Over to you, okay. Mr. Joelcom. 
number two for me is one that uh, you've probably heard a lot about, and it's because it is uh, being built for banks. It's called Ripple. It's actually the third highest market cap, I believe. Yes, number three right now in coinmarketcap.com. The symbol is XRP, and they bill it as the fastest and most scalable digital asset enabling real-time global payments anywhere in the world. And so they're really going for banks to be able to source liquidity on demand in real time. So fast, fast movement of, of monies and for payment providers to uh, be able to expand their reach into different markets to lower foreign exchange costs, provide payment settlements, which is what it's really coming down to. And I have sent ripple from one account to another before four seconds settlement four seconds as opposed to bitcoin which is a minimum of 10 minutes and could be an hour uh, in ethereum which is at least two minutes i've usually seen ethereum settle in uh, three to five so ripple at a four second transaction now there are 38 billion xrp in circulation and the current price is just under 20 cents and uh, number three for you, Mr. Travis Wright. Yeah, I want to add one thing to that. It's like, so my son, he's getting into crypto as well, right? And so I've been paying him for different tasks. And he's he, we have him creating his, we have, a, we have a ledger that we both keep track of for the task that he's working on, right? It's a Google Doc that we're working on. But then, so I owed him, I think, close to 60 bucks from like a couple of you know weeks worth of work and tasks that I'd given him. And he decided that he wanted to have some Litecoin. And so I had him download the Loaf wallet, right? And then I had the Loaf wallet. I sent him Litecoin. It was there so quick. It was like 10 seconds. Boom. He had it. And then it went through the verification process, but he could see it on his end so quickly. He was pretty excited about that. So now as, as uh, Litecoin grows over time, he will, will have some to hodl. Fast, fast. Fast, fast. All right. My third and final selection this time around is Steam. And Steam... Yeah, it is a blockchain-based social media platform where, where, where folks can actually earn rewards from this. And the reason that I chose this this week is because the SEO value of Steam, uh, if you actually can go to steamit.com, uh, it's off the charts. Like if you go in and try to type in like altcoins in October, you know, right? And boom, there's like the top two posts were from Steam. So they're getting some really, really great SEO value. And basically, you earn rewards for posting. You can earn Steam every time you post content that is valued by others. Uh, you can earn Steam by, you know, being the first to upvote popular content. There's commitment rewards. There's saving rewards. There's all kinds of unique ways that you can earn via Steam. And it looks like right now, Steam is worth $1.44. Uh, and they have about $3 million worth of volume a day. And so there you go. He's got Steam. And by the way, I'm already holding some Steam. I've uh, been a fan of Steam for a couple months now. And, As am I. and I'm hodling. And I do think it's a good call. My final coin that I'm bringing to the Bad Crypto podcast today is called Waves. W-A-V-E-S, as in making waves. There's a hundred million waves that are in circulation. The website is wavesplatform.com. And very simply put, Waves allows you to issue and manage and trade and store your own digital currency. 
that's the bottom line. So you're basically the token that is used to be able to uh, use this platform. In fact, um, we're going to do a show in the future that shows people how to create their own token on a couple different platforms. Waves will probably be one of them. Another one is BitShares, which is where we create a bad coin. But uh, just this last week, Travis, I tried token creation on Waves and I made one million Joel coin. <laughs> Very nice. And it cost me the price of one Wave to create this token. Now, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. It's it's of absolutely no value, but I wanted to see how easy it was to issue one. And uh, I think Waves has got a, a bright future. Currently, it's sitting at $4.95, just underneath the $5 threshold necessary to participate in our friendly monthly competition. So with that said, of the three, Travis, that you brought to the table, um, those three being Nexus, Steam, and Adex, which one are you going to put your $100 on? I, Mr. Joel Com, am putting my money on Nexus because it had a really big spike and then it had a big big dump it got all the way up to like three something 350 maybe 370 i'm not even sure exactly how high it is but that's the and that was in september when everything else was going down it went up and now it's going down and knowing what we know about their technology and the team and i mean they had Ron Paul there. They had Peter Schiff there. They had Max Kaiser there. Jesse Ventura. They had Roger Ver. They had Tom. all these amazing Travis people. Wright were there. Travis Wright was there. Joel Kahn was there. Chris Snook was there. Uh, G. Edward Griffin was there. Lauren Southern was there. Amazing people. Yeah, I I think what they're doing looks pretty interesting to me. But again, we're not financial advisors, but this is where I'm putting my money on this month. Okay, he's going with Nexus. And for me, I really do like the future of all three of these that I've brought to the table today. I think with EOS continuing to have their ICO still for months to come, uh, I'm not sure now is the right time to invest, but I think eventually... Um, in my personal opinion, that it will be a solid platform. I also like Waves quite a bit, but in, you know, I'm a bit of a gambler. Now, you know, I don't really do Vegas much, but when it comes to business, I don't mind taking risks. And I really feel like the buzz that's happening in Ripple is uh, it's soon going to make Waves, no offense to Waves. And so I'm betting that if the banks are betting their money on a currency, then we should pay attention to that. And well, at least I'm going to, and I'm going to put $100 down on XRP. Very so nice. We'll check in at the very end of the month, last episode of the month, or the first of the next month, depending upon how the schedule works out. And we'll let you know how it panned out with our friendly competition. Absolutely. You got to know when to hodl. Know when to foddle. Wait, what is foddle? I don't know. I have no idea either. Let's go to today's. Walk away. No Uh, win to run. Oh my gosh. Count your crypto when you're sitting. (laughs) Sorry. Let's go to our feature. And speaking of Nexus, the altcoin that you are choosing to invest in for this month, we were there. And we did do quite a few interviews with a number of people. And one of those is Peter Schiff of mm-hmm. goldmoney.com, who's very much a Bitcoin contrarian. Uh, but he's not the only one, is he? 
And that is true, right? So, you know, it was a really interesting interview that you'll hear here in a moment, but he's not the only one who has been down on Bitcoin. Now, we do have a couple of articles you guys can read here under the feature section. So one of those who really doesn't think that Bitcoin is all that great is Warren Buffett, right? He's probably the most revered stock investor in the world, right? Everybody knows that guy. And uh, he said this in 2014. He may have changed his uh, his tune now, but I, I don't know. We've not seen any update. He said, stay away from it. It's a mirage, basically. It's a method of transmitting money. It's a very effective way of transmitting money. You can do it anonymously and all that. A check is also a way of transmitting money as well. Are checks worth a whole lot of money uh, just because they can transmit money? I hope Bitcoin becomes a better way to do it, but uh, you can replicate it in a whole bunch of different ways. The idea is that it has some intrinsic value. is just a joke in my view. I really would rather know what Jimmy Buffett thinks. Yeah. How, how much Bitcoin for a cheeseburger in paradise? Yeah, there's a bunch of these guys. Of course, we've talked about Jamie Dimon of JP Morgan Chase. Uh, Mark Cuban has been anti-Bitcoin, but however, now he's got a venture capital firm that's investing in Bitcoin technologies. And uh, if you look at the show notes, you'll see a bunch of these guys, hedge fund managers, former uh, Federal Reserve chairman, and Bernanke, that's how you pronounce it, right? Even Nobel Prize winning economists and professors and whatnot, they're out there going, but, you know, eh, the price has still gone up and there is way more uh, demand than there is supply. And, you know, that's how the economics really work, right? So, So, yeah, check the show notes for those links. I think you'll find those interesting. But meanwhile, we did have the chance to sit down with Peter Schiff. Uh, They I was really happy to see that Nexus brought in a contrarian. Uh, Peter is very bullish on gold. Goldmoney.com is his site. He even had a gold visa, an actual gold. It was um, how many grams? Almost two ounces. Yeah, almost two two ounces. ounces. Uh, It was a credit card and it was solid gold. So that credit card would cost you about, what, $2,500 to carry that credit card. Uh, Anyway, we did sit down with him, and you can hear the interview now and, of course, the Bad Crypto Extra video uh, version of this interview. If you want to see what we look like, is on our YouTube channel and the Facebook page. So let's listen in. And welcome to another Bad Crypto Extra here at the Nexus Earth Conference in Aspen, Colorado, and we are with Peter Schiff name that you may know from the business and the podcast space as well. Absolutely. So, Peter Schiff, you are the CEO of Euro-Pacific Capital, right? Correct. And you got the Peter Schiff Show, doing all kinds of stuff, talking about... Podcast, Peter Schiff Show podcast. Very cool. People should subscribe to it, listen, listen, or I put them up on YouTube as well. Very cool. Shiftradio.com. Shiftradio.com. Is your tagline, Schiff Happens? No, the Schiff Happens was was one of the many different slogans we had when I ran for Senate in 2010. Excellent. Yeah. Well, we had a bunch of shift heads out there. Shift for brains. <laughs> shift for brains. Shift yeah. T-shirts with all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very nice. With the shift emoji. Uh, <laughs> that would be funny with the blue suit and the green tie. Yeah, and all very that. nice. Very nice. So uh, Peter just participated in a panel that was a bit contentious because here we are at a blockchain Bitcoin conference, and Peter thinks Bitcoin is what. Oh, I don't think it's anything. That's the point. That's the problem with it. It's nothing. And thank you so much for watching. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, no, I just think that, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, pie-in-the-sky expectations uh, for Bitcoin to succeed as a, you know, alternative currency and that it's going to, you know, catapult to extraordinary values, you know, a million dollars of Bitcoin. And so you have a lot of people 
that are just, you know, their, their judgment is clouded by their greed and their refusal to see the truth. You know, because if I'm right, it means they're not going to be rich. Right? And so they, they, people want to be rich. So, so they, they built up a defense mechanism and say, don't, they don't want me to be right. So they, they just don't, their mind won't see it. It's a cognitive dissonance. And the problem is when you get a group of people that all believe the same thing, it reinforces it. And, and, but when I hear all the arguments, when I hear people arguing with me, trying to convince me that I'm wrong, and I hear how irrational what their argument is, and, and the things that they have to tell me are, make so little sense, or they have to say things about gold, for example, which are so ludicrous, that it shows me, look, they're, just, they're not thinking clearly. They're, they, they're incapable of a rational thought because their, 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 their judgment has been clouded by their, 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 their belief and what they're hoping for. And yes, the idea that we can you know, get rid of the powers of the central banks and we can just set up our own currency and we can all get rich in the process, right? Because all the people who believe they're in on the ground floor of this and they want everybody else, of course, to buy Bitcoin because it drives up the price of what they already own. Uh, but you know, they don't want to admit that it's not going to work. Mm. You know? uh, so I, I would ask you about this because of the you know, the centralized nature of the central bank, right? And they can, with the Federal Reserve Bank, not really being a federal agency, being its own private business, and then with the U.S. Treasury and how they print dollars, they can basically, with quantitative easing, there's no cap on the amount of money that's being no. printed. So that's going to have a problem for a lot of the people who yes, like Bitcoin. there is a problem. Mm -hmm. But Bitcoin's not the solution to that problem. It's just another problem waiting to happen. Mm. You know, what people should be doing is using gold as an alternative to the dollar or to the euro or to the yen. And now people are saying, well, but gold, you know, you, it's not as easy. I can't, I can't use it to buy a cup of coffee with my iPhone. But yes, you can. See, that's what people are overlooking technology that actually would work. Like there's a company called Gold Money that I work with. And what Gold Money does is it enables you to go online using your phone and buy some gold, right? Mm -hmm. Take your dollars and buy some gold. And now you own the gold. It's your property. It's in your name. It's in a vault, a Brinks vault. And you can pick which vault you want in, in, in Switzerland, in Singapore, in Hong Kong, you know, wherever you want it stored. Mm -hmm. And now you own the gold. But you can now exchange you know, any fraction of the gold that you own through an app on your phone, and I can use it to buy a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. The merchant can either directly accept my gold if they actually want the gold in exchange for their coffee, or if they want dollars and not gold, instead of using the app to transfer the gold, I can use the free Visa card that they give me, okay. MasterCard rather, and now I can convert my gold to dollars and buy my cup of coffee. But I believe that makes sense. That's, yeah. a, that's a good idea. That's real G money. It's, yeah. it, it is. My question on that is, is that there's so much paper gold that's just all this contract, paper gold and paper silver, and it's like 200 times amount of gold to actual physical gold. Yeah, there gold. is a lot so of a, there is a lot of speculation in gold. There are a lot of people, you know buying gold that have no intention of taking delivery from mm -hmm. people who have no gold to deliver. Right. And yeah, there is this paper market, and I believe that the existence of this paper market has probably suppressed the price of gold from where it might otherwise be. Mm, I agree. But that's not going to happen indefinitely. That's going to suppress it for a little while, and then it's going to take off again. So what but, will it know. take for Bitcoin to ultimately fail? Because we've heard again and again, Bitcoin's dead, Bitcoin's dead, Bitcoin's dead, and then it rallies again, and there's all these other currencies. What will be... Well, I, I, well, look, I mean, if government doesn't put the nail in, right, because governments could certainly outlaw it and they can do things to, uh, if it's not outlawing it, they can require 
uh, any institution that deals in Bitcoin, whether it's a bank or whether it's a store that allows people to convert Bitcoins, you know, that they're going to have, they're going to require uh, that, that merchant or that financial institution know who that Bitcoin owner is by getting their passport, getting, you know, ID, getting a utility bill so they can verify uh, the owner. And of course, once you start doing that, you're going to lose a lot of the appeal of Bitcoin. Some of those exchanges do that now, like Coinbase, to verify, to be able to up-level the amounts that that you can actually buy. Like if you just go on and like a regular Joe Schmo, I think you can only do like $250. But Oh, here's my debit, or here's my my ID. Now I can do, and my bank accounts, now I can do $2,500. Or if I put my passport and this other stuff in and a picture of my face and something, then maybe I can do $10,000 a week or something. So there's some of those limits that are on there right now, Yeah. so, but that could be imposed, though. I mean, maybe they have a de minimis exemption. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, so there's a, there's a, a big spectrum between outlawing it and just making it more difficult to use it. They certainly, you know, they could declare it a security and now it has to be registered. And you need to be, I mean, it, there's a lot of things that they could do. But even if it doesn't get to that, what could happen is the price could just collapse. Now, you've had, you know, the most, the biggest collapse that we had. Uh, you know, when, once Bitcoin was on the radar, not when it went from like 50 cents to 10 cents or whatever. But I mean, once when it had that big rally from, you know, 100, 200 up to 1,000 or mm-hmm. whatever. 2013. And then all of a sudden people were talking about it in the mainstream, mm-hmm. right? Now, because you, they didn't talk about Bitcoin on CNBC until that happened, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it's out there. People are talking about it. And then it collapsed back down to 200. And, um, you know, and then it stayed 200, 300, 400 for a few years. And I think, and then it had this big rally. Um, and on the way to 5,000, you know, it had a rally. It got up to, I don't know, 2,000, then went down to 1,000, whatever, then went up to 3,000, and then went down, then went up to 5,000. And so far, you know, it's been, but if it really breaks, you know, maybe if it breaks back down below 1,000, you know, and then we have an 80% drop, I don't know that it's going to be resurrected yet again. I mean, that could be the final. Now, no, maybe 5,000 isn't the top. Maybe it's going to go to 10,000 and then mm-hmm. crash. I don't know. I mean, right, you can't right. figure it out. There do, you is, own, do you own any Bitcoin? No, I don't know. No? No. Right. Any crypto um, at all? Are you crypto no, clean? I, I don't own any. Yeah, you know, actually, my brother bought a few hundred bucks worth. He couldn't resist. He's like, <laughs> you know, yeah, he, he's like, I can't take it anywhere. I got to get in. Got to get some shift. <laughs> I hear you. That's funny. But uh, but yeah, you know, I you know, I, I I just think that it's going to you know end very badly. And you know, look, this is not the first bubble that I haven't participated. I didn't buy any of the dot com stocks. Obviously, I could have made a lot of money if I bought them and then sold them before the crash. Mm-hmm. I didn't invest in real estate during the real estate bubble. I could have got in and out. And mm-hmm. So I, you know, I could have made a lot more money. I mean, it seems like this bubble was right up my alley, right? I mean, this is like perfect. This is tailor-made for Peter Schiff. Right. And I knew about it. I didn't know about Bitcoin at the very beginning when mm-hmm. it was like pennies. Mm-hmm. By the time I found out about it, it might have been 10 or 20 bucks. I can't remember. But it was right. still like relatively low. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw, I said, hey, this is an interesting thing. I said, too bad it can't work, mm-hmm. you know, because I knew that ultimately it wouldn't. So I outsmarted myself because obviously I could have bought quite a bit yeah, of it okay, back then. So, and I could have, you know, the question is, though, how much would I still own? I mean, let's say I put a 1000 bucks or $10,000 in back then. You know, would I, you know, when would I have sold? I mean, there's no way to, to know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to say, well, yeah, here's how much money I'd have today. It's just something I didn't sell any of it, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't know. What would you need to see for your mind to change? Is it a period of time or adoption by uh, institutions or governments? Well, governments are not going to adopt Bitcoin. I mean, governments may, in fact, decide to issue 
a cryptocurrency as opposed to a paper currency. I mean, I mean, there's nothing that stops the Federal Reserve from creating FedCoin, or that would be worth a dollar, right? right? And you can go to the Federal Reserve and buy a coin for a dollar, right? They would take that dollar out of circulation and replace it with the crypto mm -hmm. dollar, and now you could use it just like Bitcoin, okay, right? So, so back to the question. But, they were, but there's no way the government is going to say your Bitcoin is our is a money. Right. Is money. Mm -hmm. right, They're right. not going to give up that you know monopoly. So what would it take? What would make you go? Uh, okay, uh, I, was, I wrong. was wrong. You know, I don't know that. You know, I suppose if years from now, right? I mean, there are Bitcoin bonds. Uh, people are paying their rent in bitcoins because the landlords, if people's wages are in bitcoins, if I mean prices are in bitcoins, if bitcoin stabilizes, and you know, I mean, I suppose if it does all the things that people think it's going to do, then I'd have to go back and I mean, gee, I was wrong. But I mean, I don't think there, there's nothing with price. I mean, it doesn't matter. The price is not going to do it. There are people that say, well, how much higher does it have to go before you admit you're wrong? Price is not going to convince me that I'm wrong mm -hmm. because a bubble getting bigger doesn't change the nature right. of the fact mm -hmm. that it's a bubble. Bubble's a bubble. But I ask people the same thing. I throw it in reverse. See, and I say, well, how low does Bitcoin have to go before you admit you're wrong? And their answer is, there's no, it doesn't matter. So I say, so it, it can go all the way down to a dollar and you're not going to, yeah, so they're not going to sell. Or, so the people that believe in it, there's nothing that can happen that's ever going to change their mind based on the price going down. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I'm not going to be convinced that it's going to work just because more fools have decided to buy it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it isn't necessarily a fool. There are people that are buying it just because they think that there's going to be more fools to buy it at a higher price. So mm -hmm. there could be people that don't even care whether it's going to work in the long run. They're just saying, hey, I'm going to buy it at 3000 because it's going to 10000 And I'm just going to buy it now and sell it then. I triple my money. There's a lot of that going on. I mean, these cryptocurrencies are casinos at this point. And of course, it's not just Bitcoin. I, mean, I get emails all the time from newsletters trying to get me to pay them 50 bucks to give me the name of the next Bitcoin. Like I can get rich. They've discovered the next secret, you know, penny crypto that's going to go going to go up a thousand percent. You know, just give them 50 bucks and they'll tell me what the name is. Right. Like like if if I knew the name of a currency that was involved that much, I wouldn't tell anybody. I would buy it myself. What's right. the point of telling? Obviously, what's happening is these newsletters are buying up these coins. and They're pumping and dumping them. They're giving There's them the a lot of pumping and dumping going on in there. But the, <laughs> I, I want to look at it like this for you, Peter, because I'm a, I'm a marketing technologist and through some list one of the top five marketing technologists in the world. So I see a lot of technologies. And if we look at the next three to five years, we see 5G is happening in our phones. We're going to have 20 to 30 gigabit connections on our phone, our refrigerator, our toothbrush, our, our car with autonomous driving, you know, AI, machine learning, deep learning. All of these technologies are increasing in time. And so it, it tells me from my technology side of my brain, and Joel's a technologist and futurist as well, it's like it makes sense that that fiat principal currency will obviously go away eventually because it's so hard to transfer a million dollars. Like, oh my God, I got to transfer a million dollars. You got to go, all the security, you got to get this big truck, and you got to hoist all this. If I want to do a, send a bunch of gold, like, oh my God, I got to pick up all this gold. And, all. and then if I want to send money from like, I live in Kansas City, if I want to send money to Kansas, so if I want to send money like to the Philippines, it's got to go from, from Kansas City to New York, then it's got to go to the city of London, then it's got to go to Zurich, then it goes to Hong Kong, then it goes to the Philippines, and everybody gets their piece of the coin, right? Uh, from those transactions and remittance fees. So to me, as a technologist, I look at it and go, maybe Bitcoin's not the one. Maybe Bitcoin's the first one. And, and quantum computing's coming soon, so some of these hashes might be hacked down the road. But what I'm looking for is, what is that? 
quantum secure one, the cryptocurrency that is going to not be, be able to be hacked, right? That to me is the one that's going to go super big. Bitcoin may, it may be around for quite a while. It's hard to say in my perspective, but digital currency I don't think is going to go away. Well, look, there, digital currencies are could be here if governments issue them instead of paper currency. And in fact, most of the paper currency exists as a digit anyway. I mean, most of the money in circulation is not in a physical note. It's just a, a digit on a computer ledger, mm -hmm. right? It's a debit or credit, whatever. So we already have that to an extent. But to the extent that governments want to take their paper currency and convert it into a digital version of the same thing, they could do that. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe that the private sector is going to create out of thin air a currency, a digital currency that will be accepted as money that is backed by nothing. But what the well, private the Federal Reserve note is really backed by nothing. But no, but I said, but that is in, issued by the government. It's mm -hmm. legal tender. It's you. You need to have dollars to pay your taxes. You know, and so and there's a long history of dollars of a relationship, the culture around it. So I'm with you on gold. I like yeah. gold. I but if we're, the private sector is not going to create a digital currency from nothing and have it work as money, it's just not going to happen. People are speculating that's going to happen. And a lot of people think they're going to get rich. A lot of powerful print. people don't want that right. to happen. Right. Well, it's but it's not going to happen. It's not about people not wanting it to happen. It can't happen, right? Because you know, and obviously, Bitcoin can go up, right? And then it can crash, right? It can go up and go down ninety percent. And even though you think it's going to recover, during the time where it goes, something that goes down ninety percent cannot be your money, right? I cannot base prices. I cannot function if money is that volatile. Money has to have a stable relationship with other commodities, other goods and services. Even if prices rise a couple of percent a year, it's okay. I can still deal with that. But if you Isn't have the volatility that bothers you so much about well, crypto, well, it's but it, and the ultimate fact that there's nothing behind it, which is why it's going to be volatile. Well, there's but math there's the, and proof behind it. But the, the math doesn't do me any good. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't do anything with that math. Mm -hmm. Well, I that, can't do anything with the math when they can do quantitative easing and pretty no, many, but you can much do, money no. as they want. But, but you can do something with gold, and, right. and, oh, if, and, and if you won't, somebody else will. Mm -hmm. Only gold has value. And ding, look. ding, 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 ding. Next round. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> no, yeah. All right. Hey, we appreciate it, Peter Schiff, uh, Bitcoin contrarian, yeah, a podcast I'll, host of, of his own. And go ahead and uh, subscribe. And I'll, to I'll show, show you guys. You know, another thing you can do with gold is you can actually make it into a debit card because my ah. gold money card is actually oh, made of gold. That is beautiful. Look at that. That's my debit card. Oh, I don't see the number there, but look at that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's we'll made of gold. Okay, well, got to go. Actual <laughs> that was nice a try. Yeah. That's, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, so go, goldmoney.com. Anybody can get one. Goldmoney.com. Is it I mean, an ounce? It's, it's more than an ounce. It's 50 grams. But um, if I love that. You can buy I one. I want one of those now. You can buy one of these. They'll give you a plastic one for free. You can get a free MasterCard. That's so you a plastic can, one? Well, then, yeah. Again, then be a, then gold, be a baller. Buy gold one money, of these. Goldmoney.com. Goldmoney.com. Yeah, that's the company that sells them. And then and you have your account, and you can now get out of cryptos into Digital gold, which is not digital gold because it's actual gold. It's your real gold that you own that you can take delivery of whenever you want, or you can allow it to be stored. This is now the bad gold show. It's a good gold it's show. It's a good gold yeah, show. Yeah. As we always tell you, do your own due diligence. Figure this stuff out. It's your money. We are certainly not financial advisors. We are blockchain I'm blockheads. a financial advisor. He That's is. I do for a living. Yeah. He is. So you can listen to him, <laughs> and you can blame him if uh, your yeah. gold goes up or down. And uh, thanks for watching, Peter. Thanks All right. for joining us. Good Appreciate luck, guys. It. That was great. Right. Thank you so much. Take care. Great stuff. Yeah, so that was a fun interview. And, you know, we like to bring folks on who maybe are contrarians as well. We don't mind having a debate about 
you know, crypto. And we want to have all points of view in, right? We're not just we're not just full on bullish on the crypto. We want to chat with others who maybe have some different opinions that maybe can uh, can persuade us in other ways. So he actually is a financial advisor. He is. But you know why? Because your Bitcoin can go to zero. Yeah. All your crypto can go to zero. There's there's no guarantee. Yep. And what's interesting is uh, a- after the, the Nexus event, and this happened just a couple of days ago, they announced that gold money has integrated Bitcoin uh, despite Peter Schiff's bubble comments. So I actually believe that him being at the Nexus conference and sitting through some of those sessions and listening, he was like, you know, maybe we should collect some of that Bitcoin stuff. <laughs> oh, snap. So I don't know if he's collecting it. I think they might be taking Bitcoin as payment, you know, from his point of view he would likely say, hey, if people want to give it to us, we'll turn it into you know gold right away. They can pay us with whatever chump money they want. So, so who knows? Um, so there's the other side of the coin for mm-hmm. you right there. By the way, the story linked from Cointelegraph.com if you yep. care to read. And one other, final, one other final piece of information in there, which was interesting, uh, we will have the uh, Peter Schiff and uh, Max Kaiser debate uh, in, in a future episode. And what was interesting is that uh, we also sat through G, uh, Edward Griffin's presentation where he talked about the creator's uh, conspirators of the original Federal Reserve Bank. And uh, Jacob Schiff was one of the people who helped create the Federal Reserve Bank, who we did some research on, looked like uh, he might actually be related to Peter. So kind of interesting to see. It's like maybe he's so gold and pro-gold and uh, against other, you know, different types of currencies for more than one reason. So who knows? Do you, wait, do you mean that there are people with financial interests that might be trying to manipulate markets? <gasps> Not in the human race. Gasp. Potentially. Hey, or no. Thank I, I like I liked Peter. I thought he was a pretty good guy. He seemed pretty good. was a good guy. Yeah, I, I was I just busting out in a song and like I was singing thank you to all the people. All the people. All of them. Especially those of you listening. Uh, we're really grateful for you. And uh, we had our first Bad Crypto Live episode last oh, week. And it went really well. We had about... It went really uh, over- average. Yeah, no, I thought it went. I thought it was above bad. Uh, we had in the period of forty-five minutes or so, about one hundred and sixty of you came through and listened to us blabber live and ask questions. And uh, we gave we had, away some bad coin. Yeah, we gave away bad coin, and one came on. So watch for those each month. Of course, uh, email us badcryptopodcast at gmail I hear the music coming on, so I'm going to talk faster. Facebook.com forward slash bad crypto on Instagram, bad crypto podcast, Twitter at bad crypto, and our phone number is. It is 708-885-9030. And don't forget about Bad Cryptober, badco.in forward slash Bad Cryptober. Stay bad, my friends. Stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast 
should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.